And we're on. Mike is saging this bitch. Oh, this bitch is getting saged. Sometimes, I've learned this throughout the years, you gotta sage some shit. And um, uh, I don't believe in it, and I hate the smell. So you can only imagine how hard I want this to work. How do you, is there a proper way to do it? Yeah. Saging you nice. Saging you nice. Say it once, say it twice. Saging you nice. That's three times. It's, it's not lit anymore. It's, it is lit. You're but lit. the sage has gone out. Hi, everyone. Hi, everyone. Um, welcome to this particular day in pandemic history. And... I'm going to say a lot of things because I need to get a lot of things off my chase. Just a lot of feelings. I haven't been sleeping really well. I know. And maybe if I say everything, mm-hmm. I'll be better. Yeah. This episode might contain bum out scenarios, but I'd like to keep it all positive. Okay. And I'd like to start this by saying that I am incredibly proud of you. Thank you. Yes. I think you're... The hardest working human being. I think for you to be with me at any stage of my life is a gift. And you're the best partner that I could have ever possibly hooked up with that one night and then (laughs) turned into a relationship with. That's not how it happened. Me and you met in a drunken stupor at a bar. Liar. And I looked at you and I pointed in your general direction and I said, I don't know, how about that one? And it could have been any of your friends. Awful. And then <laughs> That's awful. And then we hooked up in a bathroom and no, now we we're did married. it. Ew, that's gross. No. That's, that's nasty. It's the opposite of what happened. I was just trying to sometimes when I feel myself going too far in the other direction, mm-hmm. like the sweetness pendulum, mm-hmm. you gotta swing it back a little right, bit. Right, right, right. I get that. Um, thank you. That's very sweet of uh-huh. you to swing the pendulum way back yes. and make it sound a bit weird. Well, um, a lot of things sound weird. It's 2020. I'm super thankful for you too. And I didn't I, say all that stuff for you right. to swing the pendulum back even further. I don't want that. Okay, great. I have a question though before we, we get deep. Then submit it to... Fucked it up. Well, this is on calls, calls, calls. Not really, but do you think (laughs) (laughs) that garbage trucks feel speed bumps? Why do you ask? Because I saw one the other day go over a speed bump. Yeah. And it didn't even like, you know. Those tires are gigantic and the speed bumps on our street aren't very pronounced. Might be a fun thing. I remember, dude, I had a job at Fairfield University. Humblebrag. Where I went to school. Mm-hmm. Humblebrag. Yeah, I'll say it. I had a job and I drove like a maintenance van around and I delivered 
um, AV equipment to like night classes. So okay. whenever somebody needed like a projector or a laptop, um, I would like sign it out for that or camera equipment. I would sign it out for them and I'd set up and I would get like, I don't remember what I got paid for that, but that was like drinking money essentially. Yeah. yeah. And Zoe, when I tell you about the way I drove that van around campus, dude. So what I'm saying is maybe these people, like the city employees, rocket that thing around the town because it's like the city's truck. Yeah. To me, that was like the university's truck. Yeah. And I, dude. Didn't care. I Don care. I was Donald <laughs> care for four years. I rocketed that thing over curbs. I That's hit so many, like tr- I backed into trees and stuff like that. Uh-huh. And, uh, and that was why, because it wasn't mine. Yeah. I mean, you're always rest, uh, careless with, you know, other people's stuff because yeah, don't care. Also when you have like a, <clears throat> when I had like a mundane job, I would look forward to the things that would make them like unorthodox. Yeah. Uh, so if I was like, dude, this sucks this is the most monotonous shit, basically checking boring equipment in and out. But here comes that speed bump that's at the end of Bellarmine Hill. Yeah. So I got like, I just started my shift. I have six more hours of basically playing snood in a back room until I could have some freedom. Snood. So... I'm going to gun it towards this goddamn speed bump I have or a... try to make the van slide out on ice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what if you hit like a building doing that? I wouldn't have, cause I'm not an idiot. I was just bored. Mm. You know, I one think. thing leads to the other. Right. For sure. A little spit bubble there, but you know, we push through as, yeah. as we do. I think as a people, uh-huh, we gather our shit every morning of the year 2020 and we push through, don't we? We put what we have left in a little knapsack yeah, and we sling it over our shoulder and we're like, I wonder what Tuesday is going to be like. Hopefully better than Monday. Yeah. Um, I'm super thankful for you for being so patient with me, patient with me. Patient. You understand how it loses. Listen, okay. This is a lot of heat when you. I am embarking on a new thing. First of all, it's embarking, and I haven't been home at all, and I haven't been present, and I haven't been any of those things, and just so consumed in my own thoughts and my uh, a lot of new stuff is happening, Mm -hmm. you know, and twenty twenty has been. So goddamn weird. Mm-hmm. Um, That's a good way to put it. And I am super thankful that no matter if I get home at nine o'clock or midnight, you're always there with a smile and just loving. And I'm super thankful and lucky to have you. Um, except for when you're picking your nose at me and uh, farting at me. So don't care. These are things that we don't 
necessarily have to bring up on the, mm, mm-hmm. these aren't everybody problems yes okay all right and go what was that for i don't know let's let's get started i'm done complimenting i thought you. we were started I know this we... is starting everything's james corden <laughs> um i love when you say that whatever <laughs> i feel so I'm not going to make it a bigger thing than it has to be. Uh-huh. And we're going to pack it up and, and move along as you do. Uh-huh. Running theme. But I feel like for as many times as I've sat here and been like, Crystal Lee is a huge fucking inspiration on me. Crystal Lee is one of my favorite comedians. Mm-hmm. I was thinking about that in bed while I couldn't sleep last night. And I was like, it would be, I was like, is the best version of, of me, someone who says a little something about it. So here's what I'll say. I feel like I was, uh, when all that shit came out about Louis CK, I was like grossed out, but I also kind of, you know, and I was bummed out for who it things happen to and how people have to deal with that Mm -hmm. and deal with the, like the shame and the weirdness that comes along with that stuff. Mm But I mostly didn't care because I don't give a shit about Louis C.K. Right. And then, um, so like basically one of my favorite comedians has acted like a, a bit of a creep to say the least. And it's like, it's weighing heavy on me. And then I go back and forth whether or not to say anything about it because I'm like, who does it benefit to tell anyone how I feel about it? It benefits a lot of people, I feel like. I honestly don't know because it's it's me making it about me. Like he had, the reason why I liked him so much is because he showed me that I could have even more fun doing my favorite thing in the world. And mm-hmm. that is something that I've used to make my favorite thing better. And it already gives me so much joy. It's like you give me the most joy in the world and then stand up. Right. But it's close. You know, yeah, and they no, I get overtake it. each I get other it. sometimes. Yeah, 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 yeah. But uh, you know, I think being home and being quiet and not being able to do that and not being able to like fucking hustle every night, which is a reason why I will never hold it against you if you have late nights because you have done it for as long as we've been here and I've been doing stand up and you've never said a word to me about coming in at fucking you know, one, two, three o'clock in the morning, just because you know that's where I want to be. Well, now that we're talking about this. Go ahead. <clears throat> I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Um, so I was like disappointed and I didn't know what to do with those feelings because I had good parents. And and I, um, a lot of people I look up to haven't disappointed me. And, uh, it immediately, like, if I want to describe the feelings that I have right now, it's basically going back to um, not really feeling the need to, like, let anybody else in or, or want to be friends. Me and Megan Tonjes used to say, every time this kind of shit would happen to somebody in the YouTube community, me and Megan would look at each other and say, no new friends. Right. A hundred percent. And I, I, it's a productive mentality. Um, just cause you focus on your own shit and you move forward, you know, not even that we were friends cause we weren't, we we're just friendly to each other. I just had this, you know, thing where I looked forward to what he would do. And I thought he was a really level headed, uh, 
person. I really respected him very much. Mm -hmm. So it makes you want to go back to like shutting everybody out and not really trusting everyone Mm -hmm. or anyone. Yeah. And, uh, and that is like, that's kind of a bum out way to be, but Mm -hmm. here's the productive, positive side about it. Um, you throughout the course of your life, there's always going to be people that you learn stuff from and you learn from the good things that they do and the bad things that they do. And you can't control the way anybody teaches you a lesson. Mm -hmm. You know, you really have nothing. You have no say over that. Mm -hmm. So instead of being in this place where you're like, you're going to be this for me forever. I was talking to my mom about it and she was like, it's always okay to reassess your relationship to people and things. And that's important. Mm -hmm. So I've done that. And you take the, the good things that people have showed you and the way to make things better. And in my case, the way to make things better for other people, right? Whatever audience comes to see or whatever audience listens to this or whatever. And you take the good and you move forward and you leave what you don't agree with in the past. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I'm not trying to make it a, a big thing. or I'm not trying to say, like, burn anybody down. Because I also, I don't know how popular this is going to be, but I also don't want to live in a world without forgiveness. It doesn't mean that you have to forgive or I have to forgive. There are people in my life I haven't forgiven for stuff. And maybe that's on me. I, I don't know what that is. I, I Maybe that's on you after a while. Because forgiveness is a very personal thing. You got to want that to happen. But I keep thinking about like people go to prison for doing horrible shit. And then they get out and they're reformed. And we invite them to like schools and churches to tell them to tell kids about how not to be a piece of shit. Right. So I don't think anyone is above... Um, you know, changing their ways. And hopefully that happens, but I've definitely reassessed how I feel about a lot of people. I put myself back on a very like kind of lonely singular path, but it doesn't mean it's going to be bad. Mm -hmm. You know, can I, I want to touch base on a couple of things. Mm -hmm. So going back to you saying, um, not to trust anyone. Right. So I was having this conversation with my mom yesterday, Mm -hmm. which shout out to my mom. Happy father's day. You're the best dad I ever asked for ma. Yeah. Hey. Um, so I was, I was calling her to wish her a happy father's day. And I was kind of telling her like a bunch of stuff that was going on. And she goes, you know, it's just a matter of you being able to like trust people. And I go, I trust no one. She goes, yes, you do. I was like, I don't like anyone. She goes, there's not a world where you don't love everyone. She's like, you are essentially, she told me that I have the biggest heart out of everyone and Mm -hmm. that there's no way that, you know, I don't trust or love people. And I was like, you know what I mean? Like any, no no new, no new Mm -hmm. friends, you know? Um, and going back to forgiveness, this was, years and years and years ago. Now, I don't know if a lot of you know that I had a really, really rough upbringing. And, you know, um, obviously I never talk about my dad. Um, and that's, you know, it's a personal thing. Um, and I was talking to my sister once about forgiveness and, 
you know, she was asking me if I ever forgave my dad. And so we were talking about it and I was like, there's different things about forgiveness because forgiveness isn't always about forgiving that person, right? It's about forgiving so that you yourself have closure and can move on from a situation. Now, do I forgive what happened in my childhood? Mm. Do I forgive the fact that everything kind of happens for a reason, right? Mm. Whether it's good or bad. And it's all in how you allow it to affect you. There has to be some sort of forgiveness in that in order for you to be able to move on and live a normal life. Mm -hmm. Again, it's not about forgiving the act of. It's about forgiving that person so you're able to move on. Mm -hmm. And I believe in that. I think that there are certain things that you need to to forgive because you never know if it's, um, you know, in my case, I think it's mental health, you know, Um, I think he's a crazy motherfucker and he's a fucking idiot, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and me and my siblings, you know, had it kind of crazy, you know? Um, and I have two siblings that I'm like trying to find and like have a relationship and add them to my slew of (laughs) my big crazy life, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, but there always needs to be a bit of, of forgiveness in that. Is, does that make sense? Kind of in a weird, really weird, crazy kind of way. Yeah, but I, I don't know. It's always, um, there's no timeline for it. No, there's not. You know? And you can't, I mean, it's been 20 something years, 28 years, mm-hmm. you know, something like that. I don't even know now at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been 30 years. <laughs> um, and it's, it's weird. It's just a weird fucking thing, you know, and like trying to move on and move past. And we had that, that conversation, I don't know, seven or eight years ago, mm-hmm. Vielsa and I. And, you know, I think that, and my sister is the sweetest, most forgiving, most you know, always tries to find the good in people type of person. And there are just some things that some people can't forgive, you know? Mm -hmm. So I don't know if that makes sense, but I don't remember what we were talking about. I hope about forgiving so that you, it's not about forgiving the person or the act. It's about forgiving so that you're able to move on. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. It just, um, there's a lot of, there's a lot missing for, for me right now. Right. You know, I can't, um, so I guess because of certain things that I haven't fully forgiven, there's like a whole slew of people I don't hang out with anymore. You know, and every night my whole social life was uh, going out and doing stand up 
And obviously, haven't done that for maybe 100 on the button days now. And I know that it'll come back at some point, but like I can't fucking travel places to, you know, fill up a club somewhere else. I was supposed to headline the La Jolla Comedy Store for the first time ever on the 17th with Hannah Einbinder and Lucas Hurl. And that would have been awesome to do. Can't do that. I was going to go out with Olin for a bunch of really big shows. All of those got canceled. I just officially canceled the our next Portland show, which I have to take all off our website. If you have tickets for that, you, you've been refunded for it as of like two weeks ago. And sometimes I feel like I don't have a lot to look forward to. And on top of that, I... Uh, you know, you get let down by people and then there's, you know, bigger injustices going on that you feel helpless against because it's like the most powerful thing you could do is vote somebody out of their position. But that happens once a year or once every four years. So mm-hmm. it's like, what the fuck are you supposed to do right. with all the other days? And I just try to find, you know, happiness in other places and I keep making stuff and I, I keep trying to stay productive. And it, it's the only thing that that helps. And I think that's been a constant since I was 13 years old or whenever I started doing music. It's mm-hmm. like whenever everything is shitty and whenever I feel the most alone or helpless about anything, the making stuff helps. So to turn any of it around and try to be positive, I urge anyone feeling a similar way because I can't be the only person uh, to make stuff. And I just wish that the... I wish that some of the things I looked forward to the most would come back. I I think that, you know, I'm not sure when it's going to come back or at what capacity because I think so many things are changing, like even for me, mm-hmm. you know, with work stuff and us not being able to have full capacity at the salon or being able to double book or, you know, seeing as many people in a week and now I'm working 12, 13-hour days seven days a week. I mean, I'm working on my days off doing house calls to try and make up for that income that's being lost. Mm. Um, and you know, like I, I just feel like I'm constantly, constantly working, uh, towards something just to try and make ends meet at this point. But I think that everything, I think the, the business model of the world has changed. (laughs) And I think it's just at what capacity will things come back? They're going to. It's just all going to look different. Great. (laughs) What? I don't know. Whatever. Next, I think we're surrounded by idiots. (laughs) I think you're right. In this building. Uh Uh-huh. And, uh... With very few exceptions. A uh-huh. couple of great exceptions, by the way. Uh-huh. The people who live next door are very dull. It's like a bunch of pencil erasers next to us. 
and they just keep accumulating animals and I hate it. And <laughs> yesterday was Sunday and they started playing like music with club beats bah. and celebrating stuff mm. starting at 930 on a Sunday. What? When, and this is something that I do. I make assumptions about people. Right. And I make judgments. Yes. Because I'm not perfect either. Same. So when you start whooping it up at 9.30 p.m. on a Sunday, I get the impression that you are not an adult mm. by any stretch of the well, imagination. they all look like babies over there. For sure. Yeah. Little eraser babies. Yeah. And uh, I start in my mind, uh-huh. I was like, not in a good place. And I was just like, what the fuck? What do you do that you start on a Sunday night? Mm-hmm. And then I just, I closed every door in the house and I went to bed. I was like, I can't stop hearing noise. I said, I got to stop hearing noise. And I went outside and that didn't work. Uh-huh. And I was like, fuck, I got to make today end. Really bad. Um, I was on the phone too. Just mundane calling out numbers. You were on the phone and I didn't want to, what am I going to say? You're doing business stuff. Yeah. Right. And there's nothing. It's not, you weren't doing anything wrong. You're working. I know. I know. I, but it's so but annoying to, to hear the actual thing that was happening. The actual tone. <laughs> and the, I can't even explain. I would have to have a recording to explain exactly what I But I got so I much done last That's night. Great. That's great. That's <laughs> great. That's so great. I'm sure I used to get a lot done pitching-wise, baseball-wise, when I would throw the ball at the fucking house and then try to catch grounders back. I'm sure I got better at pitching. I got better at fielding grounders. But my mom, who's washing dishes, had to hear a baseball hit the house yeah. uh, 700 times. Yeah. So there is a this and a that yes, for everything. I get it. I get it. Here's another person I hate that lives in the building now. Okay. There's a dude. Dude. Who wears Affliction t-shirts still. Dude. I can't with and that guy. has a, his dad was ripping butts on his porch, but he smokes like Virginia Slims or something like that. A party cigarette. And I caught, whenever somebody, it's very funny to watch somebody moved to Los Angeles because you're from somewhere else and you hear stuff about this city forever. And you're like, Oh, it's going to be tough. It's a hashtag yawn from Zoya. I'll be more interesting. I'm sorry. Go ahead. And you move here and you're like, I got to put on this front. Like I fucking belong here. Yeah. And that lasts for like three years. Uh And so you could see people walk around in like, it's like they're in a fleshy Mac costume. Yeah. You know, and they're cosplaying as somebody who is way <laughs> tougher than they are in real life. And so I watched a dude like look at me and then look away like, yeah, I'm, this is the space I occupy now. Yeah. Right. Meanwhile, I'm like, okay. Don Care. Donald Care. So he is like all tough and he's moving into his apartment and I saw him walk past an empty white claw that is on a rail railing sitting outside of his door. So like he walked past garbage in the common area that he left out 
And it seems like a very mundane, very small thing, but it's the symbolism of it. Yeah. It's like not only are you walking around tough guy Johannes yeah. in a tough guy costume, in your affliction flavored tough guy costume, and your dad ripping butts <laughs> on the porch, but you're also leaving garbage in the common area uh-huh. and it's a white claw can and you're you are walking by it. To and get you're back the worst. into your space that yeah. you occupy. Yeah. And so I was like, I bet your apartment smells like shit. Like these other fucking, like the three musketeers of ball sweat who live next to us. And, uh, and all the, I'm starting to get bummed out with all these people. And then I'm like, what am I, what am I doing? So I have a story about this guy. Okay. Affliction t-shirt. Uh-huh. You've, you've seen him? Oh, have I seen him? <laughs> I was outside on the phone. <laughs> And, uh, clearly not talking to him. He stops. Yeah. Looks at me. Hey, how's it going? How's it going? How's it going? What kind of accent from what part of the country? He's got, I don't know. I have, I can't, I don't know. He could be from Arizona or Jersey. I don't know. Wow. What a, what a, so many miles in between. (laughs) So Florida, maybe Florida. So far, I know nothing about this person. Anyway, so he's like, hey, 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 hey. So now I think he's a total like just coked out, right? Yeah. Hey, 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 have you, 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 have you been down to, uh, you know, the, uh, over there on the corner, the, that, 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 that restaurant, that, that restaurant How over there? How do you there? know he just, is he hyped up or does he have a stutter? No, I think one of them he's is hyped excusable. up. I think no, I think he's hyped up. Uh huh. Do you? Do That's you, weird do that you... the person with the affliction T-shirt would, would because be he's constantly like he's that. constantly like moving too, right? Like so. Do you have you gone? Have you gone down? Have you gone down to the restaurant over there? But and I'm like, which one? I'm like, there's one right there. There's like we're, we're surrounded by restaurants. We you know like, hello. Yeah. There's I see three from where I'm standing, so. He's like, you know, the the one on the corner uh, over there. Uh, I was like, the public school? And he goes, yeah, 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 that one, that one, that one. I'm getting annoyed listening to you tell this yeah. story. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, man. He's like, how's the food? How's the food? And I'm like, it's fine. It's, you know, do you know what kind of food? I'm like, I don't know. American, you know, uh-huh. cuisine. I was like, the drinks are good. And then I was like, I'm on the phone. I got to go, you know, like, and he's like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The drinks are wet. <laughs> And I've had that conversation with him three times. Same one. Same conversation? Same conversation. So is he just trying to talk to you? I don't know. Is he trying to holler? <laughs> he doesn't stand a chance. Tell him to walk with his you arms further this. out from his sides if he wants to holler. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> like a skinny little King Kong. Uh, how many so times could you ask the same girl how the same restaurant is? God. So Theo didn't, he forgot to email me the, uh, in the beginning of the month. And Theo whom? Theo Carambellis. Great. Uh, and are there multiple Carambellises? I'm sure there are. He's got several, he's got three, two siblings. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so he, 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 he oh, wow. <laughs> the dude outside you want to ask me how my favorite restaurant is? wow i guess he's rubbed off on me so he says he's a sponsor uh this month uh it took me a while to figure out what i wanted to say 
I believe that it is our duty to stand up and support the things we believe in in whatever and in whatever way we can try in whatever way we can oh man jesus christ it's happened guys let me start this over so it took me a while to figure out what i wanted to say i believe it is our duty to stand up and support the things the things we believe in whatever way we can i try to do this by donating to charities like color of change and kaleidoscope Kaleidoscope trust and tr- and taking care and take and talking with family. What the fuck is wrong with just me? read the words out of there? <laughs> oh you don't need to put all these up. Donating to charities like color of change and kaleidoscope trust <laughs> and talking with family, friends and coworkers about these issues for people of color and from the LGBTQ commu- plus community. I don't know what it's like to deal with these issues, but I try to understand and help as the best I can. That's very nice. It's a very noble thing to do. Here are the donation pages of two of the charities from above. Any, if anyone wants to join me in donating, and I will link those in the description today. Great. I'm so sorry that job, took sorry. me forever. That's so weird how you recorded the sponsor spot on... Um, on a turntable and <laughs> learned how to DJ. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking shit. shit. Zoya on the ones. Um, Zoya is, I'll say something else that I've, that I've encountered a feeling that I've encountered over the past couple months. Okay. I don't know if we've talked about this on this show yet. But you can't bully someone into believing something. Oh, 100%. I think that, uh, I think that is, um, it's a good humanitarian thing to do to let other people know about things that hurt other human beings, mm-hmm. especially just to let them know what's happening uh, and to draw awareness to that and to possibly help other people in the future not be hurt by the same things. Mm -hmm. Very good to pass awareness about, um, you know, things that might be potentially damaging to people. But I also see a lot of people online, um, being like straight up nasty about basically you can't, you can't bully people into truly believing something. They have to come, you know, looking back at history, there's a right side and a wrong side of Mm -hmm. history. Mm-hmm. And that'll be the same for when people look back on this time in, in 5, 10, 15, 100 20, years. 25, 30. Okay. I do all the time. Yeah. Okay. And people, <laughs> in order to truly believe it and to truly end up on that side, they have to come to that conclusion on their own and right. they have to really believe it. Mm-hmm. If you're, It's like saying sorry when you're not truly sorry. Right. You know, and I see a lot of people fucking attack people who are like maybe halfway there or, or trying, but not doing it right. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and it's like the, the idea behind it or the intent is like noble, mm-hmm. but the practice is, it's hard to watch. I don't think you're doing anybody any favors and I don't think you're doing your, your cause any favors if you just want to be like. You know, I, I can't remember an argument where I've ever been in where somebody gives me their opinion and I say, fuck you, 
you're a fucking idiot. Right. And then they're like, oh, I see what you mean. Right. And I believe what you believe now. There's never, there's not a life where you would ever do that anyway. And there's a grace in, there's a grace and a talent and almost like an art in being able to explain to people things in a way that helps them understand. Right. Rather than saying like, fuck you, you fuck up. Why don't you go back to your basement or whatever? Yeah. Uh, I was talking to one of my clients and she is an American Asian. And during this, it pissed me off so bad when she told me about it on Saturday Mm. that like I teared up. It made me so mad. And she was in line and she was like, we decided, she's like, I almost never cook Asian food ever. She was like, in one night, my husband was like, you know what? I really want this. She goes, everything I had in my basket at Bristol Farms was Asian food. What's Bristol Farms? It's a grocery store. Okay. Suppose I could have gotten there on my own. And this woman is like walking up to her and she's in line. She's got her mask on, everything that she needs. Mm -hmm. And she like looks into her basket and like looks back at her and she goes, if you want that food, you should just go back to where you came from. Was it a white? Uh That sounds like a, a white. And I was like, was she like this, like an old lady? She goes, no, she was like middle young, like 30 to 40 something. So here's why. And I'm like, that's so disgusting. Here's why that person is a nothing person. And that's like, I realize I say nothing person and it doesn't sound like a bad insult, but it is Uh just know that in my heart and in my mind, calling you a nothing person, that's the worst because you occupy space and you deserve respect for going through the human experience. But that is a nothing person because all that stuff is in her basket Mm -hmm. and exists because it's in aisle three through seven right? in the same store that that is shopping in. Right. Right. And where did that person come from? Right. You know, if they, maybe if they wanted a fucking glass of milk or just some fucking frozen, frozen fish sticks. They should go back to wherever aisle they got it from. Right. And it's so sad to, to think that you're any better than somebody in a grocery store or in life is, is very sad. And to have the social unawareness to not be able to read the room and say that stuff ever, but especially now is so sad. Yeah. And it makes me think that that person who said that has straight up never been through anything. Right. All these people who say this, the dumber the shit that you say. The less life experiences you really It really have. seems like it. Yeah. I, I'm sure I'm not a science. Right. I'm sure that there isn't a, you know, whatever. But I think about like, uh, I was watching that a little bit of that Trump rally the other day. Ugh. And, you know, so, so entertaining. And he was, at one point he just stops and he does like 15, 20 minutes about when he couldn't walk down that ramp the right way or drink water. And it seems like he gets to a certain point on the teleprompter where he's just like, okay, I've said every, all the words that they want me to say. Now I could like 
really like pander and do like the least common thing to make people cheer and stuff. And the things that they're cheering for, they, they make me sad. You could support anything you want to support, but they definitely make me sad. Like when he comes out and he says, <laughs> he's saying like, uh, he calls the virus COVID and he like overpronunciates it like that. He says COVID and they want you to call it COVID. And first of all, no one says it like that. Yeah. Except for maybe what's her name on Shit's Creek. Uh, Moira. And they're in Canada, so it doesn't <laughs> I was even. Say that. That's <laughs> right. Moira Rose says COVID. <laughs> so, and then they're like cheering, like yeah, like as if to say, like yeah, we don't want to call it COVID. Like anyone is on their ass to call it COVID or fucking coronavirus or whatever. And then he falls so hard into saying like the Chinese flu. And he goes, I call it Kung Flu. And like that is so just like not funny. No. And the the way people erupt for a joke that is straight up just like not that clever or funny makes me so sad. Yeah. It makes me so sad as a comedian and as a person who, who, whatever, I'll take me out of it. it. It just... It's sad to see people go that hard at things that are not impressive or, or funny. Right. People are always going to, that's the other thing with trying to get everybody to believe what you want to believe is dude, it's a big world and there is no way everyone is going to be on the same page ever. I think we've had points, points in our history where, maybe more people are on the same page at once. And right now we're very divided and people believe what they believe very wholeheartedly. So it seems very extreme. Yeah. But that's the other thing you got to remember is that there's never the type of people who say COVID and Kung flu are just on a very different page. Yeah. And it's like, we got to find some way to be able to communicate clearly to everyone. And I think a lot of that has to do with, being called out for common sense shit that you do that is wrong. Um, and something that nobody does. Everybody calls people out and it doesn't really make a difference. So I think being really good at taking accountability and responsibility might be the thing that shifts people's beliefs in a healthier way. Mm. You know, because if you're called out, you're like, that's wrong and you're stupid. Mm -hmm. And then we've already said that the next thing that happens isn't somebody saying, oh, you're right. Right. But maybe to be like saying that is racist, I know because I used to think blah, blah, blah. And then this happened. You know, they're still not going to get it until they experience it themselves. But maybe that's a more level headed way to come at stuff sometimes. Mm hmm. Like I was once wrong. Yeah. And no one's ever a hundred percent right. I mean, unless you're me, but hmm. I mean, like you can't. Maybe if you were more right, you would have uh, stood my way while I fucked up our pressure cooker last night. You guys, that was great. Maybe my... you would have saved me from myself. I was told not to intervene. I was making content 
You guys, I vid- I filmed Mike. I don't know how great using a pressure a video. cooker for the first time. Yeah, Mike. Uh, we got a <laughs> we got an Instapot air fryer everything maker yes. uh, from my sister and my brother in law. Maybe the most thoughtful gift of all time. And uh, Mike wanted me to film him cooking. Yes. And I did so. Because it's can't just been promise. sitting in the corner of the kitchen. It's a beautiful, wonderful machine. Imagine if the cavemen had a pressure cooker that can make yogurt. Everything would be different. We might still have cavemen with, um, what's that yogurt? Like Activia, it makes you shit better. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Uh, what is the thing that's inside of What word am I thinking of? Probiotics? Probiotic. <laughs> we would have had probiotics earlier, perhaps. But it's just sitting in the corner yeah. and you're working so much. And I'm like, dude, what if I figured out how to use this oh thing? Oh my God. And it's so easy. Please. And and then I could have like a hot, fresh, popping fresh dinner for you. Every night. Okay. Until somebody decides that I could tell jokes in public again. And then I'm, God, you're on your own. <laughs> That's fine. So I looked up uh, recipes online and how I use this thing online. And I found this channel that I think is called like the Six Sisters or some shit. Uh-huh. And they are the whitest people I've ever seen in my life. Uh-huh. And it's like six, I imagine they're Southern. You know how like well-to-do Southern people all look the same yeah, yeah, and they all have a lot of jewelry and blonde hair and really white teeth. Uh-huh. So In there's like seven chick- of them. Kitchen. But they don't have accents and that freaked me the fuck out. Okay. So um, they're very nice and I guess they all have families and they, they do these things online and they teach you how to use these things. Very wholesome video. I sat through like an hour video of these sisters just switching off. Like sometimes two of the sisters that don't like each other as much will be with two of the sisters who do like each other. Uh And they'll be like, well, now I'm making meatloaf with my second favorite one or Uh whatever. Yeah. yeah. And it's very informative. And I was like, I could fucking do this. And I was like, how do I turn this into a fun thing? So I had you film me Mm -hmm. when I saw this video twice, memorized the recipe as much as I could. Uh-huh. And I just went for it. It was a lot of fun. And I won't say anything else about it because it'll come out at some point and it'll hopefully entertain someone. It was very funny, you guys. That's another thing about, you're going to see a shift in my content, I think. Yeah. <laughs> not that it's going to seem like drastic or you might not give a shit at all, but there will be clips to this podcast for free because I really like the work that Drake does and I like the conversations that we have. Yes. I can't see any clips being pulled from this particular episode. Have fun, Drake. And I'm sorry that I was a boomier, but no, there's some are. things I have to say, man. I get it. I'm just sick of feeling restless and sleepless and I'm sick of like being in bed and looking at the ceiling and thinking a lot of this stuff. So I'm like, when you have a bad dream, you explained it to somebody and then yeah. it doesn't happen again. Yeah. I used to subscribe to that. So that's what I'm doing yeah. with my thoughts. Speaking but, of... Go ahead. Go. I'm sorry. No, that's it. I'm okay. I'm saying that there will be clips to this podcast online. And yes. then anything else is whatever I want to do, whenever I want to do it. There you go. That's it. I do like this cooking with Mike. What was it? What did you call it? Cooking by myself with my wife. Yeah. Uh, Andrew Keckler... Uh, is also a sponsor. Uh, he wants to promote his YouTube channel called Crying Brian. Cooking with Keckler. <laughs> where I put clips and compilations of internet shit like th- of shit 
Wow, my God. Today. What do you think is happening? I think that, honestly, I'm going to, full disclosure, I've got 7,000 things that I'm thinking about all Uh at once. Yeah. And literally, it is consuming me. And I can't focus on one fucking thing. Yeah. And, yeah. So, his YouTube channel, Crying Brian, where he puts clips and compilations of internet shit I like, he says. There's a lot of dynamic banter stuff on there so far. Trying to get 100 subs so I can change my URL. And also, my digital 3D art website, www.akgameart.com. So catchy. I will um, put the link in there for that. Thank you for your support. Show your fellow creator some support. Go check it out. He's been putting some of the clips from Dynamic Banter into the Discord. And then somebody on the Discord said, Crying Brian is my favorite wrestler from the early 90s. And Crying Brian Pillman. And I laughed so hard. And then Ryan tweeted this. Ryan Froke. Uh-huh. He tweeted this video of a mother um, at swim lessons with a baby. Uh-huh. And she throws the baby in the pool, and then the baby just like bobs up to the top like a, like a toy, like a I guess. Yeah. Baby buoy. Baby buoy. Shout out to Howard Stern, baby buoy. <laughs> and uh, and he, what was the caption? Like when you can't find a wishing well or something like that. <laughs> and then I said, one baby equals a thousand wishes. And then somebody commented, "That's my favorite Kanye West lyric," and I laughed so hard. Pretty good. One baby equals a thousand wishes. I laughed so hard. That's really good. So people have been um really getting good ones in there. I'll tell you who didn't get good ones. We ate healthy yesterday. Yeah. And then I was like, I want some chocolat before my eating window closes. Okay. So I went to the gas station. And I got a couple things. I got you an Almond Joy. Oh my God, it was so good. And then I got us a Snickers uh-huh. and peanut M&M's. Yes. Because you got to live life. And I was eating the things and I was thinking about Snickers, one of my favorite candy bars of all time. And mm-hmm. I was like, Snickers are like a chocolate. It's like a chocolate Subway sandwich. <laughs> It's like a small, it's like a miniature chocolate covered Subway sandwich. Okay. Because there's so much in it. And I thought that it was maybe not the funniest thing I've ever said, but I thought it was just nice. I thought Uh that was just nice. I thought it was a nice tweet. But fuck my ass if there wasn't (laughs) just a boatload of negative feedback on it. You know? Fuck my ass, huh? So I will say right now, 24 comments, 11 retweets, uh-huh. 263 likes. So I guess not the worst. Right. Felicia, longtime friend of the show and hater of Snickers, says, no, I'm not taking the bait. Smart. Alicia. Felicia is her name, right? And then two people tried to get me. And we all know what happens when you try to get the getter, you're going to get got. Get got. One person said, not your best work. And then I checked their profile and I said, you have three followers. <laughs> so if you're going to take criticism, you got to, you got to mine the source. Uh-huh. 
Where's it coming from? 100%. What does this person have over you that they could change your behavior or critique your art? Uh Uh-huh. So I said, you have three followers. Next thing that happened, they deleted the tweet. (laughs) (laughs) So get got. Who's next? This boy, Drake. Jake is his name. (laughs) Said, swing and a miss. Which is just about the most condescending thing you could say to a comedian who wrote a joke. Keep in mind, I'm not on the stage to try things out. To see where, how good they are or whatever. Jake goes, swing and a miss. And then I said, you wouldn't know funny if someone hit it in your Snickers. <laughs> Jake slinging a miss, five likes. Mike, clap back, 17 likes. Oh, dang. So what's the score, Jake? And then five hours ago, he goes, maybe you should eat a Snickers, apostrophe S, because cause usually you're funny, but you're not yourself when you're hungry. Which is a Snickers slogan. Yes. And I said, this was much better, but you buried yourself by making Snickers possessive. (laughs) And he gets him again. And he's two for two and he's coming up and, and the picture, the pictures signaling for the intentional walk because we got to stop. We got to plug the hole in the dam because we're all getting got getting got. So next time I'm in a bad mood about uh, country and uh, race relations and people I looked up to uh, doing scummy shit and not being able to uh, live my life and do my art and not being able to do dynamic podcast and dynamic bitch podcast in the same room and missing my family not being able to travel and see my family missing my wife because we saw each other every day of lockdown and now we've seen each other for a collective 10 minutes in the past two weeks Seriously. and not being able to do all the things I don't want to do why don't you think twice about coming at me about my Snickers tweet because when you try to get the getter you're gonna get uh justin crockett (laughs) big fan of your hats justin (laughs) (laughs) i think i got boogers everywhere (laughs) uh he is also a sponsor this week this month uh before you read my script script is there a t at the end of it script Oh, I thought, which one is there? Script. (laughs) We know it's not their fault. We know it's my fault. I don't know that. That's why I was so shocked. No, you know that. You know that. Okay, we're not getting getting Zoya, okay? Don't. No, we're not. Okay. (laughs) Before you read my script, please make sure to shout out the Black Lives Matter movement, as I am sure... They need the shout out more than this white nerd doing during this difficult time. The self-awareness mm-hmm. to call yourself a white nerd. I like it. I don't need this. I'm just a white nerd. Having said that, here is the roughest of rough drafts. Okay. Also, I'd like to point out real quick that these people pay for through Patreon to advertise on the show and for everyone to be selfless enough to or for these people to be selfless enough to to dedicate some of their time and attention 
to uh, like the Black Lives Matter causes and LGBT causes. Very like it tells you a lot about the audience to this show. Yeah. Just saying. Yeah. Uh, my name is Justin and I am an aspiring digital artist slash content creator as well as a graphic designer who loves all things nerdy and weird. Do you like comic books, anime, sci-fi, plus fantasy media? What about tabletop gaming like Dungeons and Gra- Dragons or Dungeons Magic? and Gratitude. Where <laughs> Dragons. You breathe, thank people for breathing fire on your ass. <laughs> or, uh, or Magic, The Gathering. Do you like quality, maybe borderline chic art and design? Then come check out my work. My work in progress, and let's get weird together at nerdychic.art. Thanks, Mike, for the Squarespace ad. For sure, man. You guys, I will put nerdychic.art in the description. And that (laughs) is that. I thought you fell asleep for a second. I feel like I was sleeping. Do you want to do any calls? Let me say, first of all, that Patreon.com is a virtual tipping and rewards website. There's all different kinds of tiers of the Patreon, but what do you get? $10 group gets a shout out on the podcast, but every member of the Patreon family gets access to the Discord where we're talking all the time. We played fucking Quiplash the other night, Quibbage, whatever the fuck it's called, and I had a great time. Had a bad day that day, and it turned my whole day around, yeah. and there's always people being cool and nice in there and sharing art with each other and... Um, picking each other up and making each other laugh. It's become a very special place. Uh, you could also ask questions, which then become the calls from the Discord uh, segment on the show, and you get access to full video episodes of this podcast. So, Zoya, are there any... Calls, 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 uh, Frankie asks, do you know what a beignet is or are you from the north? Frankie, why are you talking shit about beignets? There's a beignet truck in Sherman Oaks, California, so and good. it's called the beignet box. And they just went on a little tour of the southern states and everyone should experience it. Mm-hmm. Everyone should experience it. If you've ever had the fry the dough. Fry the dough. If you've ever had uh, pizza frido, get it out of here. For at an Italian fair or bazaar, this is like little pocket versions of that, and it's so good, and uh, it's great. Yeah, just like dough and, and powdered sugar. Get yourself on it, squealy dude, squealy dude. Jesse Stillwell asks, "Would you rather have to drink three sticks of melted butter by itself every day?" Every day? Or have to eat every meal cold forever. Eat every meal cold forever. Do you know how many days you would have? You would, they'd be limited. <laughs> if you were drinking, drinking three sticks of butter every day, Damn. you would have maybe 15 days. That's almost a pound of butter. Yeah. That's disgust. That's like going to the... What was that big fit? That's like going to the Big E every day to eat 
yeah. for lunch. <laughs> it's like going through every state at the Big E <laughs> every day for lunch for two weeks. You'd be goddamn dead. Justine says, these are really old, you guys. I'm sorry. I feel like we haven't gotten through. Well, would you rather never answer them or answer them I late? I guess let's, let's answer them late. My manager gave himself the day off on Monday and scheduled all three available employees to work. Would you would would like to request some Memorial Day not nice words on my behalf? <laughs> what year is that? That was May 22nd. Fuck that, dude. Wait, That's so what's rude. the question? It's just, it's not really a question. It's more like talk shit about him. That's Why is it rude. in the goddamn question section, okay. Justine? John, Fra- John Frank. Everybody needs a day off, yeah? Yeah, hell and yeah. And the, the company I mean, still sh- has to run. Yeah, I mean, especially if he had, like, I don't know, Easter off. But are they saying Memorial Day? The yeah, only person who gets Memorial Day off is the manager? Yeah, that's right. Is the manager a veteran? Probably not. That's assuming so a manager could be a veteran. Saying veterans can't be managers. Justine, can you please Cancel. confirm this for me? Yeah, could you go back in time? And tell us more about the situation. <laughs> Jean Frank says, "Who do you look up to in life?" <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Hold on, hold on. There's more. Hang on. And how I had to ask this, uh-huh. and how have they influenced? <laughs> How you live your life. Someone you personally know and someone you don't know. Holy fucking fuck. Go ahead, Zoe. I'm going to say my mom. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) My mom uh, is my queen. Like, she's my everything. Um, Your mom's an important person. My mom is just... I'm so lucky to have her as as a parent. Um... I can't say enough good things about her and how, you know, her work ethic is kind of what it, not kind of, it is the reason I am and I am the way I am Mm -hmm. as far as work goes and, you know, making sure that shit gets done. And, you know, um, I, my mom's my fucking hero. Um, someone I don't know. I think I've, I've we've answered kind of a question like this before, and I don't really have that. That's the answer, dude. That's the answer. My answer is my parents and nobody else for any reason, except maybe Jesus Trejo. He's great. And then nobody else. I don't, I never really looked up to like, I don't know, maybe teachers, you know, but even then, mm-hmm. no one comes close to my mom maybe that's a reassessing your relationship thing maybe it's like maybe at some point you did kind of look up to someone who was outside of your people you know personally Mm -hmm. and then either you get older or something happens or that person does something or something changes in yourself and you're like do i really feel that way about people anymore yeah you know um (laughs) so fucking dude the timing really good uh, Heather asks, what do you think my Spotify suggestions playlist would look like if I played Jimmy's a, Magi- Jimmy's a Magician on repeat for a couple of days? I think it would be like Weird Al. It's tough to say, first of all. 
Some people work really hard. Okay. I'm not saying he doesn't, but I'm saying don't write it off to jokes. There's a deeper meaning behind Jimmy's a magician. Uh huh. And I would talk about it, but I don't want, I don't want to. So it's art. It's like when you look at a painting and you're like, I could have done that. Yeah. Anyone could have made those fart sounds. Um, those exact fart sounds, eat a dick, it's art. <laughs> <laughs> I want a t-shirt that says, eat a dick, it's art. <laughs> uh, Jean-Franc also asks. Jean-Franc. Does my name sound French or Italian? Your name sounds Italian, uh, French, but he's Italian, I think, right? Yeah. I mean, I guess it goes either way. I mean, I've known other Jean-Francs, Italian Jean-Francs. So, Have you? Yes. That's a Northern Italian thing, I think. Yeah. Not a Cecile. Oh. Your name has to be Tony, Anthony, Joey, mm-hmm. Joseph. Hmm. Avinichens. Michael. Mm-hmm. Jesse. And that's pretty much it. I can't think of any other. Salvador. In the just sap. <laughs> and the don't forget bringing up the rear is a just sap. Just sap. Vinador Cristo. Kayla asks, did you know Jesse got crossed up? Jesse? Jesse apparently got crossed up. Okay. Okay. I did not know that. I don't think that's a for everybody. Like if we're going to read a question like that on yeah. the show, that's not a for everybody thing. So here's you know a little that. background. Who asked that question? Uh, Kayla. Kayla. Come on, Kayla. Uh, Mackenzie. So here's a little backstory about this question. Mackenzie only does inside stuff. Yes. So I'm not expecting anyone else to understand. <laughs> so Mackenzie's also like... Uh, She's like my bodyguard, if anybody. Uh, Discord bodyguard. Can. Yeah. And she really gives it to Mike. Like she gives it to Mike hard. And okay. she's well, very rough on him. The wording of this particular. <laughs> she gives him a hard time, uh-huh. you know. Uh, well, that's not her, a lot of her middle brand fingers. now. Yeah. That used to be her brand. So she's trying a new bit, she says. Now she's different. She's trying a new bit. And now like Mike. Thoughts on that. How do you feel about it? That's fine. I think I've proven that I'm not very affected <laughs> by either anymore. Right. I'm on now more than ever. I'm on my own path. On the road again. Dude, I remember sitting down with a very high powered, not high powered. I don't even want to tell the story. It doesn't make any difference. But that I just... I don't know. Whatever. Greg asks, when is the last, when was, when is the time on your life? (laughs) When is the the time time on my life? I think it's supposed to say time. (laughs) When is the time in your life you felt most aware of others' feelings? I don't know. Now's pretty good. Right now is definitely good. I think having so many siblings, I think I've always kind of felt that Mm -hmm. because there were so many personalities and so many different feelings and reactions. Mm. 
but right now is huge. I feel like maybe uh, whenever somebody close to me would take me aside and tell me that I hurt them, which wasn't often. I can't even think of a specific time. But whenever I was blindsided by news like that, and it was coming from like a trusted source, not somebody who had like a different motive, then it really made me sit down and question uh, what I did or what I was doing. I remember when I was like, um, fuck, I might've been like 18, 17 or 18. Uh, me and my friends from college went away to somebody's mom's house. She had like a vacation condo or something. And, uh, somebody brought their gay friend and I was saying like gay in front of them, Mm -hmm. like how kids used to say gay. And she took me aside and she was like, you shouldn't say that in front of Sam or whatever his name was. And I was like, Oh, why? And then she explained to me why. And I had never thought about it like that before. Mm -hmm. And, uh, that's the most recent experience. I'm sure I fucked up since then. But, um, just when you're doing something that you think uh, that's the broader way to say it, when you think you're doing something that doesn't have an effect on anyone and then it's brought to your attention, how receptive you are to that information yeah i did that with one of my friends because you could either choose to get real defensive about it and being like that's on you or you could be like oh i made somebody else feel that way i wouldn't want to feel that way if i were in their position yeah that's really the only two roads you can go down when somebody tells you yeah that the way you're acting is fucked up yeah jesse asks um um do you chew on ice or are you a normal human being? <laughs> <laughs> so judgy. That's judgy as fuck. I chew on ice. I'm a normal human being. I chew on ice and I hate doing it. Can't stop, won't stop. I think that means somebody said dance. you're sexually frustrated if you chew on ice. What? Uh, That's what I heard for a long time. Jules Run asks, what superpower would each of you like the other one to have? That's a question that I, when I took over table talk for SourceFed, I outlawed that question because that was the most asked question of the SourceFed. This is a new twist on the most asked question, which is okay. what superhero power would you have? Yeah. Which is a question I don't agree with or think is interesting at all. But turning it around saying, what superpower would you like the other person to have? Uh-huh. I powered through yes. fucking up superpower. Uh, yeah, yeah. Don't think I didn't. Yeah. What superpower would I like you to have? Trans- transportation. <laughs> I, I was going to say the same thing. No, but power by flight. Power no, of flight. That's not what I'm saying. Transportation. Transportation? Yeah. Like being able to transport from one place to another? Teleportation. By, teleportation. Is that what I'm <laughs> Transportation. I want you to have a train. <laughs> <laughs> That would be sweet, just so that we could go see our family. Just be like, uh, and we're there. Or we could go other places. Here's what I'm thinking. We could go other places. Like if I was like trans- transporting to go see our family, yeah. number one thing to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if we wanted to like take a trip across the country or some shit like that. Or across the world. And we'd find, and we'd be in a different place. Like I drive to the places 
And then you've been like, uh, we can't drive across the country because, you know, that would take us however many days. And I have all this work that we need to do to keep surviving as a family. So we'd be in like fucking Michigan or Oklahoma or wherever. Uh-huh. And you'd teleport back to do a couple clients mm-hmm. and make that mon uh-huh. and then come back. Yeah. Just by like a sneeze or something. Right. That's how or I would, I would wanna... be on tour and you could teleport there. Mm-hmm. That would be great. You know, waiting be... for you to answer the question now. I told you I would want you like flight. I would want you to. So fly I'm places. fucking flapping my wings and flying to all these different places and you're snapping your fingers and teleporting. That was the first thing. I mean, sure. We could both have the same thing, but that'd be boring. Selfish, selfish. Okay. You know what I wish you would do? <laughs> I wish you had the power of not having a mouth. <laughs> oh, <sighs> wow. Wow. Me too. Wow. Wow. You guys, our $10 group gets a shout out. <laughs> yes. I'm loving this. All right. It goes as a little like this. Hold on. Claire Ochevsky, Sydney Trimbetta, Jason Perryman, Chloe Donnelly, Marcus Orio, uh, Brian Alonzo, Matthew uh, Creason, Lexi Parlier, Marquise Cruz, Beth Bush, Bailey Ditto, Dodie Didio, Ditto. Benjamin Fuchs, Milky Beans, Matthew J. Palka, Erwin Yeaver, Jacob Alvey, Alice May Mulvaney, Gorilla Glue 62, Felicia Shimberry, Jean Frank, Shane Welsh, Faith Rebecca Borga, Emily H., Ed Birch, Hannah McCary, Taylor Rutherford, Rutherford, I'm sorry, I know I fucked it up, Scott Harrington, Aubrey Ferreira, Barrington Lloyd Lovett. What happened to the music? Lisa Sakura, Mr. Feeney. Chris Robinson. Michael Cavagile. <laughs> Riley Dunn. It was like Saturday yeah. Night Live. Yeah, right? Logan Snyder. Come on down. Maya Melvick. Rob DeVoe. Frederick. And Bresson. I fucked something up and I can't figure out how to fix it. I fucked, the, I fucked up that last name. Hayden Hide, Record. Elisa Moreno. Hannah Horman. More Hannah Woman. More Hannah <laughs> Woman to me. Antlier. Katie Farrow. Jess Enright. Katie H. Gabrielle Silco. Lou Drake. Dev Ram Kissoon. Nils Nyquist. Laura M. Suarez, Stink Wrinkles, Belinda Allen, Joseph Dilcox, Katie Lee G, Lillian Carrillo, Tatiana Clay, Greg Barboza, you should definitely get that checked. <laughs> uh, Magnus Silva, Nick Forcier, Hale State, <clears throat> excuse me, Emily Borky, Kyla Johnston. Have I been fucking up your last name, Kayla? Because it's not Kyla, for sure. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Christina Camille. Why are you so... 
you're I don't know. Screaming. I don't you're know. screaming it. That's you're my homie. Screaming it. <laughs> That's like my childhood friend right there. Oh yeah. She's my best. All right. She's got really cute kids, guys. Grant Levisure. Uh, Nicholas Anderson, The Wandering G-Bear, Sean Stone, Joe Finney, Monique Quistorf, Ryan Ashbrook, Chelsea Thomas, Stance Run, Troy R., Christine Kane, Danielle DeVerona, Heather Ashley, Just Josh, Pinhead Larry, <clears throat> Shailene O'Mara, John Robinson, Zoe's Bodyguard McKenzie, Dara McGrath, Valerie York, Lauren Daughtery, Rachel Mittens, Taylor, Corey Griffiths, Jason Kahn, Helen Ford, Gary Parsons, Micah Espritu, Jonathan Sleepy Boy, Kadoti, Kendall Marie, Justine Johnson, Shiggity Diggity 12, <laughs> Nestor DeLeon III, Bailey and Garrett Kirkendall, Brian Cloughsmith, <clears throat> Jacob D. Bradford, KDA, Katie Taylor, Sergeant Spotty, Sparty, and Super Flouse. You guys, thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening. Mike, I'm sorry you haven't been sleeping. That's okay. I got everything off my chaise. I hope that maybe you can sleep tonight. If not, I can knock you out. All right, well. I do appreciate it. You guys. I'd be nervous, but I do really appreciate it. We appreciate you all. We thank you all. Thank you for sticking with us and and loving us. It's all a hopeful thing, man. It's not, I really didn't mean to be a bummer. I I really want to wrap everything up by saying like, we're all, you know, it's inevitable that shitty things are going to happen and we're going to have to deal with shitty things. But like, you got to go through the, bad to appreciate the good Mm -hmm. and that's all i keep thinking about is how things are going to get better and really really um appreciate the not going to say scene um the time anything that feels nice when you're just any moment that you're aware enough to be in the moment but also self-aware enough to know that you would rather be nowhere else in the world. Appreciate those. Take a second, look around, do a mental snapshot and uh, really think about what you love most about where you are in that moment Mm -hmm. and how you could uh, bring that energy into other things. Yeah. And I know that's vague as shit, but I mean every word of that. Awesome. Okay, get ahead. Yes. Awesome, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. We'll talk to you next week. Beep, beep.